The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, sticking with uh, politicians, uh, Helen McEntee, the Minister for Justice, was speaking earlier today uh, about the decision uh, by government to approve a standalone bill allowing for the use of uh, body cams to be worn by Gardaí. Take a little listen. It is so important that the Gardaí have body-worn cameras, not just to keep themselves safe, but to keep others safe and to help them in investigating uh, crime. Of course, we've also agreed today to introduce facial recognition technology legislation. This will be used retrospectively and only in the most serious cases. So where there are murder cases, child sexual abuse, child abduction, where you have a national security threat or serious sexual assault. There will also be safeguards and codes of conduct put in place. But above all, this is making sure the Gardaí have the technology and the tools to assist them in their work and that we have stronger, safer communities. Okay, so that was uh, uh, her comments in regard to facial recognition technology, which are, are not going to form part of uh, uh, of the rollout of the body cameras. It had been hoped from some in government uh, that they would all come as part of one and the same package, but not so. There would be two distinct pieces of legislation. Uh, Oshin Smith is a Minister of State for Public Procurement, e-government and cyber security as well. Minister, you're welcome to the show and thanks Thank for you. Uh, coming into us. Uh, we might get to um, facial recognition technology I- in just a moment, but how important is it Gardaí will soon have body cameras at their disposal and how soon? I think it's important both for the citizens and for the Gardaí themselves. So if there's an interaction between the Gardaí and the public, um, it's great if there is a recording of what happened afterwards. So if there's a dispute about who hit who first or how people behaved or whether there was genuine suspicion, that there's a recording of that afterwards. So I think it suits everybody that there is is a body cam in place. Uh, It's used in other countries. So we were able to look at those other countries and see what went wrong and what kind of guidelines we should put in and what rules there should be. So, for example, the the body cams will have to be very visible. They have to turn on a light when they go on. The Gardaí are not supposed to turn them off. So, for example, you don't want a situation where uh, where there's an interaction between the Gardaí and the public and the body cam is turned off for a while, something happens and then it's turned back on again. So it, it, it was really worthwhile looking through all the all the, the, the you know the rules uh, around how it should be deployed to make sure that it, that that it works well for everyone and the only problem was that there was an idea at the end while we were just about to put this law through that we should tack on facial recognition at the end which mm. had not been discussed or debated publicly and it is such a powerful technology we we wanted it to go into a a separate piece of legislation and the government um the other parties in government uh, agreed to that so it's so, a good day I, so listen i i, I want to talk about FRT uh, as we call it um in just a moment but the uh, maybe explain to people at home how the technology works you say a light comes on when it's turned on who turns it on the guard yeah. So that, so in other words, the the, the but then uh, you can't turn it off. It, in, yes. Once you've turned it on, you can't turn it off. So the idea is that that you will have a a, a body cam attached onto uh, onto a Garda. It'll be very visible and clear. Mm. So it'll have to be you know coloured in yellow, for example. It has a light when it goes on. It records and uh, and it, it records an incident, and then that that recording is available for uh, for prosecution of a crime or to determine how how people behaved. But then it, it just keeps recording until the battery goes. It does, yeah. yeah. But the so, idea, I guess, is if, if a guard is involved in an incident, uh, in, in a lot of cases, they're going back to the station then to deal are. with the consequences. Yeah. So then the body cam gets the way it works, in the station. There's the a station. bank of body cams. Okay, they're they're all connected into a into a power block. You pick one out in the morning. You shove it into your uniform. You go out on 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 the day, and that that's that's how they work. And you look. Seen these recordings? If you've seen these crime shows from you know from the US or whatever, you'll see body cam recordings, and you can see that they give a very clear uh, record of what actually mm. happened, so that you get a better form of justice as a result. So facial recognition technology. Um, you know, we, we've talked about it on this show, but I'm conscious that w- we often talk about it um, 
with the assumption that everybody knows exactly what it is and how it works. What is facial recognition technology? It's where you can use, you, you, you put in some software into a camera and you can remotely identify somebody. Uh, you know, you can look up their records, find who they are from a distance. So I'm walking down the street and I have a, I, I have a camera in my hand. I point it at, at your face. You're, you're 50 yards away and it lights up and it says, this is Kieran Cudahy. This is his social welfare number. This is his history, his, his crime history. He was assaulted last year. It gives mm. me a whole lot of information suddenly. And that's quite an invasive thing to do. You know, that, that, is, that is a remote search without consent. So the question is, do we want to enable cameras like that on every street corner that are picking up what everybody is doing, which does happen in some authoritarian countries? Or do we just want to use this technology in situations where it's really needed to solve a serious crime? So we, I would never want the Gardaí to be deprived of the technology that they need mm. to prosecute and solve serious crime. But at the same time, Have we not deprived before you give that them today? that technology, before you give them that technology, you want to put some rules around it. So it's okay to give the Gardaí guns, but you also want to say, what are the circumstances in which you can deploy a weapon? How, you know, how, what's the training you need before you use it? And so on and so on. Before you give uh, very powerful technology to anybody, um, you want to you want to make sure there are, there are clear guidelines around it. And you want to make sure that those guidelines have a democratic basis, that we've had an open discussion about this with everybody having a chance to give their views, experts, academics, members of the public, citizens, everybody. And that's what's going to happen now. So in the coming months, there will be a debate about how facial recognition technology should be used. We already heard um, Helen McEntee saying there, the Minister for Justice, I'm delighted she's back from, from her maternity leave. I, I heard her saying that she wants to see it only used for the detection of serious crimes. She talked about murder, mm. she talked about rape. Um, and also, so it's, in other words, it's not going to be used to look up your face when you're, a, you're, you're, uh, you're shoplifting or something. And also that it will not be used for uh, in in a live way, in other words, that it will be you. You can look through a recording uh, and find somebody's image in a in a recording uh, that happens. So, for example, if you have CCTV footage, you've many hours. You want to find a suspect who walked down the road at a particular time. You can okay. search through it all. So, so the camera. It's not like it's walking down the street. It's not a, a, in real time going to kind of vibrate or send a little yeah, message to the exactly. guard's phone and say that's Kieran Cudahy over there who's wanted for a serious crime. Instead, the guard gets back to base docks his body cam uh, and can go through the footage later but he doesn't or she doesn't have to sit there and physically look for Kieran Cudahy software will will, will will be there available in the and station and it'll say there at 1648 Kieran Cudahy walked past you on O'Connell exactly. Street so you can imagine let's say there's a crime on O'Connell Street there's thousands of hours of CCTV from various convenience shops and so on around the street the guard they have to look through it all and it is it's for, from the Gardaí's point of view, it's just a massive waste of time, massive waste of resources. Okay. They want they want to know that when they're investigating a serious crime, that they can point this technology at at, at the tape, and it'll say, "Oh, have a look in at number 16. And minutes. where's where's the dispute in cabinet? Like if Helen McEntee says, "We only want... there is no dispute. It's resolved. So we so it's so why it's, not as include, I'm saying, so it's a good not, day today. Why, so why not include it in today's legislation? Why 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 go through as you described months of debate and discussion if the dispute has been resolved? We, we, what are you going to be talking about we, for we months? Had, we had not agreed in which circumstances facial recognition technology would be allowed and which it would not, and so we had. We, 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 a number of different papers being put forward b- back and forth between us but these were being done 
behind closed doors. There was no public debate about this, right? So I was saying, yeah, I think that's acceptable to me and this isn't. And then I get another version with something else. That's not how, how you make legislation. You make a very, if we were making laws that, that really affect people's human rights, that change the, the, the social contract between the public and the Gardaí, I think that those rules should be trashed out in public. Yeah. And we're going to do that over the, over the coming months. It's not going to go on forever. And I expect then it'll go into the door later this year. So Fine Gael were just trying to push this through quickly, was it? I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that at all. I mean, I, obviously, Fine Gael... I don't think you that, have to say it. <laughs> most people the, know. You know, they, 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 I think they, they wanted to do the right thing. They didn't want to waste time. But I think that uh, it's, we're going to get a better law as a result. I think sometimes, you know, when you have two parties... Obviously, in the Green Party, we're focused on, on civil rights and in, in, in Fine Gael, they're focused on law and order. But between the two of us, we can work out something that is a balance of rights and that works well for everybody. Uh, someone here on uh, 087 106 says body cameras are easily uh, subverted. Well, I guess the nature of all these technologies is that there's something of an arms race. Uh, uh, Rob says the guard must tell you he is turning on the camera, uh, I assume. What I, I think you've addressed at the point is a red light or some sort of light has to come on so that the public will know uh, that it, it, they are being recorded. Uh, we're going to be speaking a little later uh, again about this, uh, Minister, uh, and to the Council of Civil Liberties. And, and what they have said is, we do not believe the case has been made for body cameras for Gardaí. What do you say to that? Well, we, we've, in, well in fact, what has happened, which didn't happen with facial, facial recognition technology, is that there was a long period of debate about whether about body cams and in what circumstances they should be used. Mm. And that, that debate is called pre-legislative scrutiny. It went to a committee, the experts were brought in, I presume that the, the Council for Civil Liberties were, were brought in as well. Yeah, and, and they saw the writing asked. on the wall there and they said, listen, debate. it's going to happen. So here's all the regulation we want. But but I think that their, their, their starting position is we actually don't think you should be bringing this in full stop. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm, they're, they're entitled to their view, absolutely. And I, I met with them recently and I, I listened to their concerns. But really, I think I don't want a situation where the word of a Garda is taken against me in an incident without any recording being available, I think having a recording available means that we're going to get a better, more accurate form of justice. It means that people in the courtroom and the judge and the jury can look at a recording of what actually happened in an incident between the Gardaí and the public and they can see what, you know, what, what, what's the truth of the incident. Somebody here says, what's the point in waiting uh, if you can pick up a suspect, suspected criminal in real time? Why wait until you go back to the station and thrall through hours of footage? Yeah, and I and I, I think the, 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 again, you have a balance of rights here. You have the question about should we have mass surveillance? Should we video everybody and and watch everybody just in case? Uh, uh, you know, should there be a camera uh, in your in your sitting room? You know, should we? You know, how far do we go in, in filming people uh, to protect ourselves? Uh, and you know, is is our but privacy you, worth? But anything? you're going to be filming them anyway. The only distinction is that instead of getting an alert in real time that I've walked past them on the street and I'm wanted for murder, the guard has to go back to the station and four hours later will find out that four hours previously I walked past them and I'm wanted for murder. And not necessarily. I mean, what's the point? So, so you you are filmed all the time. We all know this. You walk around and yeah. there, are, there are cameras and there are people sitting watching watching the cameras and so on. Okay, so that that's that's the that's the arrangement that we have at the moment. What this will do is is you know, if if we allow uh, recordings of cameras to be put through facial recognition technology, it will speed up the time it takes to find a suspect. It needn't be hours at all, but you can, you, you know, it's software. It'll go through the tape in, in no time and find. And, and, it, and it doesn't, what the, what the software is not going to do is say, this is evidence against Kieran Cudahy. Uh, you know, the software has found him and has identified him. 
it's a lead for the Gardaí. Mm. And what happens then is that the Garda, a human being, has to identify you personally. So it's not about a robot or an AI identifying you. Because yeah, there have been problems in, the, in other jurisdictions, hasn't there, when there it comes particularly to, to minorities yeah. and the ability of this technology to correctly identify people. You can have people. a technology that works in one racial group and doesn't work on another, and then suddenly it's identifying all people of a particular ethnic background and sending out a rule. And I should just say as well, I've been working with the EU on the European law, on which, which relates to, to facial recognition technology and the cha- the changes that are coming in there are very very likely to rule out the kind of things that that perhaps people wanted to do in Ireland so I don't I think there was a realization that this was not going to happen um so listen before I let you go when might Gardaí have body cams uh, later this year later, later this, this year. year so so we're going to try and pass this law before the summer recess which is in the middle of July uh, so with the next three weeks uh, uh, we're hoping to have that completed and then I guess that they, they I hear that the Department of Justice has gone out for procurement they've gone out to buy these uh, the, by the body cams already so uh, I, w- I would like to see them ha- I'd like to see the Gardaí have this technology as soon as possible Alright well listen uh, we're actually about to talk about the children's hospital uh, on the issue of procurement uh, given it's uh, your bailiwick I mean my god this just keeps getting worse and worse doesn't it I mean that right today's issue is around kind of ceiling heights in a number of theatres and ventilation systems mm. which in the grand scheme of things is probably not huge but to everybody listening at home they think another delay and more yeah, cost I, I mean where does this end I know I mean I, th- I think that it, it's taken far longer than it should have um, I think that you know you hear a story about the children's hospitals I heard it this morning on the radio and I thought oh no what's this but then when I looked into it uh, I could see that hold on a second this is this I'm not sure there's anything here at all. Like this is this is a report of there are four thousand six hundred clinical rooms in this hospital. Eleven of them. There's a query over eleven of them, and they're having a look to see if they need to make any change. But there is no sense yet that there is a problem. There's absolutely the the project board have said that they have no reason to believe that the project will be delayed in any way as a result, or that they will have any extra costs delayed incurred. further. Or, or delayed further, exactly, or that they will have any extra costs incurred. So we're not at a point because the first thing Beyond I heard this morning was tens of millions of euros and months and months and months. I don't think that's happening at all. I don't think that's happening at all. So when I I, I looked into the details of it, I expect the hospital will be delivered next year, uh, will be commissioned next year, and parts of it are already working. So any parent who has brought their children to the ambulatory day care, uh, care clinics for children in uh, Tala or in Blanchardstown will have seen massive improvements already in those satellite locations. Oshin Smith, Minister of State for Public Procurement, e-government and cybersecurity minister. Thanks a million Thank you. Uh, for joining us. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.